to make it huge. It's supersize. Now you can supersize your McDonald's extra value meal with a supersize order of our golden fries plus a large Coke for just 39 cents more. Supersize me. Sure, what would you like? I don't care. Just supersize me. Supersize is our back. Larger than large Coca-Cola. Supersize shakes and fries. Larger than large mega servings of icy Coca-Cola. Golden fries and thick milkshakes. This week on our Swim Meet series, we cover a film of epic proportions. I'm Kevin, full on McDonald's. I'm joined by my co-host, Jim. Hey, what is your favorite dipping sauce for your McNuggets? Barbecue. Sweet and sour. Their barbecue is like no other barbecue. It's not barbecue sauce. It's no, like it's something a, else entirely. It's a variant. But that, we used to go to that wing place around here and he used to make that. Dank. Yeah, dank. Some dank sauce. Yeah, yeah. I wish McDonald's sold dank sauce. Just a Gorski sauce. We got ourselves some McDonald's, like I said. I unfortunately didn't have the option to supersize, but I went large because that film of epic proportions that we're covering is Supersize Me. I mean, what would happen if I ate nothing but McDonald's for 30 days straight? Would I suddenly be on the fast track to becoming an obese American? Would it be unreasonably dangerous? Let's find out. I'm ready. Supersize me. Written, directed, and produced by Morgan Spurlock. We're not going to go into it any further, but we'll get it out of the way now. Morgan Spurlock has faded into obscurity over the past five years after being exposed and admitting to a history of sexual impropriety or sexual misconduct. Before then, in addition to Supersize Me, he wrote, produced, and or directed Where in the World is Osama Bin Laden, Freakonomics, The Greatest Movie Ever Sold, Supersize Me 2, and even directed One Direction, This Is Us. Interesting. Pretty much all documentary filmmaking. Now, it would have been great if the One Direction documentary would have had One Direction eat McDonald's for 30 days and see what Liam looked like after. I wish they would have done a, a tie-in like, and we ate all night. Best food ever. This what makes me beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> this won't make you beautiful. Give me a milkshake with 27,000 calories. Supersize Me premiered at Sundance in January 2004. Less than two months later, McDonald's, McDonald's announced it would no longer offer a supersize menu. Now, supersize, there was a 44-ounce drink. Dude, I forgot how big this shit was. And it was like the largest cardboard container of french fries you could have without it being like a fucking bucket. Oh, my God. God, dude. However, they claimed it was not in response to the movie. Yep. We'd never know because he called McDonald's 16 times. Yeah, and he kept getting an answering machine. And they he that Lisa answered one time, and then she was like, well, we're circulating around the office. Okay. It's amazing. They made super-sized cup holders for that big-ass tanker of a drink. Yeah, I love it. Jesus. Not that drink the one guy has that's like oh, God. half a gallon or whatever. It's nuts. Spurlock got the idea at his family's Thanksgiving dinner when he was laying on the couch and saw a news story about two girls suing McDonald's for making them obese. Yeah, could I get the uh, double quarter pounder with cheese meal? I think I'm going to have to go supersize. 
Look at that. Look at that Coke. It barely fits in there. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm gonna, look at that. Look at how big that thing is. Look how big that French fry is. That thing is like four feet tall. Double quarter pounder with cheese. More calories than anything. There it is, a little bit of heaven. Jim, let us know what audiences thought about the McDonald's expose of sorts. Please give us budget, box office, news, number ones, anything else you want to give us at time of release or supersize me. From WUAB Channel 43, where the news comes first, this is the 10 o'clock news. Super Size Me came out May the 7th, 2004 to just a $65,000 budget. I would assume most of that was travel costs because he did travel quite a many places throughout this documentary. And to go to, get, to be with Gorski for his 19,000th Big Mac. And now he just eclipsed 32,000. Yeah. I always make fun of people at work, you know, saying, oh, I'm gaining weight. I said, well, I should try the Gorski diet. And they like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like that. They don't like that. Man, this is a perfect sandwich, you know? At least for me, it is. Mmm, there it is, bite number 19,000. Well, the wife says when she's got to put them in a blender, it ends. <laughs> you know, that's what she told me. It made $22 million at the box. That was for a documentary. Wow. 65K. 22 Someone million. do the math on that. Holy shit, that's huge. Kevin, one of your favorite sitcoms went away. 52 and a half million viewers tuned in to the 10th and final season of Friends. Oh, I don't like Friends. Uh, you know what my one of my problems with Friends is? Is now I have two young daughters. When we go to like shopping for them dresses and stuff, all this Friends shit. Don't indoctrinate my kids. <laughs> With this horrible white people bullshit. Yeah. Fuck, fuck friends. What if like one of your daughters comes up to you and goes, I want the Rachel haircut. That's when you know the world has ended, Kevin, for you. Matt LeBlanc wanted to stab David Schwimmer. I know it. <laughs> and then another TV show also aired its final episode, watched by 33 million people. Man, NBC just had a hell of a time in 04 losing their big franchises. Toss salads and scrambled eggs, Frasier. I get behind Frasier. How come they don't have Frasier dresses for my kids? Exactly. Oh, can you, what is a Frasier dress? Just as the Frasier logo. Is it just going to like have toss salads and scrambled egg sure. icons on it? Have the dog and the grandpa. One big news story, Kevin. Are you familiar with a man called Stanislav Petrov? No. Now, this man was awarded the world. World Citizen Award for averting a potential nuclear war in 1983 after correctly guessing a Russian early warning system was at fault. Way to go. Quick background story. U.S. was running a war game called Able Archer. They did notify the Soviets that they were doing this war game. Soviet computers registered a nuclear first strike missile launch by us. The Soviets kept telling this guy, press the button. He was in charge that day of finalizing everything. Told him, I think this is an error. He got shit canned afterwards. He ended up saving the world and the Soviets basically gave him a big middle finger for doing not following orders. Well, he's a citizen of the world or whatever he said. That's right. So he ended up. What did Matthew Broderick have to do with it? What? <laughs> War games. <laughs> uh, would you like to play a nice game of chess? That's all I heard when you explained that whole thing. I'm like a high school student at a computer. Greetings, Professor Falcon. Hello. Joshua. Strange game. The only winning mood is not to play. How about a nice game of chess? 
the number one movie in America. I don't think I've ever seen this movie now that I think about it. Hugh Jackman, Van Helsing. Yeah. Never saw it. Is that pretty good? No. It's, <laughs> it's ultra campy and not great. Now, Kevin, the number one song in America, and I'm pretty sure in the history of this podcast, perhaps in music too, might be wrong. Yeah is the number one song. Boy, that just fucking blew up everywhere. Oh. But after Yeah fell off the charts, Usher's Burn took its place at number wow. one. So I think it might be one of the first times, or maybe it's a very limited amount of times, where an artist's song gets usurped by their second single immediately right after the song fell off at number one. But did he perform them both on top of the pops? No, I don't think so. That would have been be actually it could have been on top of the pops too. So I, we have to look to see if there is a performance of what, Usher. What year was 2004? 2004 so would have been the original top of the pops. Yeah. And yeah, that's right. Till 2006 had to have. We'll, we'll have to check this. that out. Yeah. We'll let you guys know. This is CNN breaking news. Pool seniors jumping in real quick for a little bit of a correction. Usher did perform Yeah on Top of the Pops on March the 5th, 2004. This is CNN Breaking News. Also, before I forget, Kevin, I also have to report of where Top Gun Maverick is currently standing right now at the box office. When we checked in the last time, it was sitting at $600 million. And at the time of this recording, Top Gun Maverick is currently sitting at $763.1 million. So again, another $163 million. I think this is going to hit a billion after 4th of July weekend. Yeah, yeah. It has to. I want to see it again. So do I. I want to I'd like to go to the drive-in like we talked about it before, but that would be excellent. And that's all that was going on May 7th, 2004. In the United States alone, McDonald's accounts for 43% of the total fast food market. They're everywhere. Walmarts, airports, rest stops, gas stations, train stations, shopping malls, department stores, amusement parks, even hospitals. That's right. Hospitals. At least you're close when the coronary kicks in. So I wasn't going to do this. I changed my mind on the fly. Let's go through some McDonald's catchphrases or slogans, I guess they're called, over the years. In the early 60s, look for the golden arches. Look for the golden arches where quality starts fresh every day. All right. Real good, still only 15 cents. God, I wish. Mid-60s, hell yeah. Let's eat out. I love it. Late 60s, the closest thing to home, which is probably true because there's a fucking McDonald's on every corner. Yeah. Look for the golden arches at McDonald's, the closest thing to home. Early 70s, you deserve a break today. Okay, I dig that. Get down with something good. You know that was mid-70s. Oh, it's perfect. Get on down. With full Bush good. Summers. Mid-70s, they just went full lazy. Two all-beef patties. Well, it's the whole, it's the rest of it. Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. Lettuce, che- cheese, pickles, onions, lettuce, uh, cheese, pickles, oh, what am I saying? You deserve a break today at McDonald's. Where your dollar gets a break every day. Two, I was hoping you were going to say, they went real lazy. Fuck it. <laughs> Mick, Mick, fuck. Mick, fuck it. Mick, fuck it. <laughs> you Mick fucked up now. Yeah. Mid-80s, they did Mac Tonight. When the clock strikes, 
What a great marketing campaign. Uh, the moon guy. Weird. Late 90s. Fucking lazy again. <laughs> Did somebody say McDonald's? <sighs> Early 2000s. I remember this. This is my gym. We love to see you smile. We yeah. Which is why we put tumors in our McNuggets. That's why we supersized and shove it down your throat so we don't have to you see You have to smile. get a 50 piece so that you can have eight McNuggets. Open there. up, asshole. And then, of course, early 2000s to present. They've been rolling with this one. Da, written, da, 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 by da. The, written by the fabulous Pusha T. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Which prompted him to write a diss track for Arby's because McDonald's never rewarded him for his plot. It's time for something new, I think. It's time. We need Almost to do something 20, 20 years of I'm loving it. Yeah. They need to go back to lazy. I don't know what it would be, but. Hungry question mark. <laughs> <laughs> they should just do a picture of the golden arches. I mean. That's all you need to do. All right. Well, I, they probably don't even actually need to advertise any longer because if McDonald's stopped advertising on TV, would you forget about McDonald's? No. No. How could you? There's one on every corner. The one thing they should do, and I wish they would lean into it more, but they don't. All these McDonald's restaurants. Kevin and I ate McDonald's beforehand, so we, you know, we're on top of our games here. I had the Big Mac. Kevin had the nugs. Why doesn't McDonald's lean into nostalgia? Open up, like, oh, build yeah. a McDonald's class and be like, this yes. is the way McDonald's looked in 1985, like, um, verbatim. Imagine doing, like, a 1985 McDonald's, a 92 McDonald's. Oh, it'd be great. In Columbus, there's still, like, a real old school one. It's, like, a 60s one that's got the two single arches on both sides. Make it a destination. Yeah, that'd be cool. Speaking of which, did you see the Taco Bell Defy? No. Oh, it's in Minnesota. It's a two-story building. You drive through and your food comes down in like a bank tube. Wait a minute. Kevin, didn't I mention this on the podcast two years ago about the pneumatic tube transportation food? It kind of lowers it down a little slower, but you just order your food, pay, pull through. It comes down the pneumatic tube. You never talk to a single person. (sighs) Kevin, I'm pissed. And uh, look it up. It's actually super cool. First of all, that's twice Taco Bell has fucked me. They just stole my pneumatic tube bank idea. And where the hell are my chick stars at Taco Bell? Let them know, people. They've replaced the uh, Mexican pizzas, which they ran out of, with a new breakfast item. It's a grilled cheese biscuit. Great. The Mexican pizza wasn't even that good. I it was bullshit. Can't do it. All right, let's, uh, let's bite into the plot. At the beginning of our movie, Morgan Spurlock sees his personal trainer and three physicians, specifically a cardiologist, a gastroenterologist, and a general practitioner. He begins at a point of being in above average physical condition. The consensus is that there will be some weight gain and that sort of thing, but nothing too drastic as the doctors believe the human body is pretty adaptable. Yeah. Spurlock's girlfriend is a vegan chef. So going in, he mostly ate a vegan diet prior to this. The reason Spurlock saw these doctors is because he's starting a McDiet with the following parameters. There are rules to what's going on here in this whole process. I will only supersize it. 
if they ask me. I can only eat things that are for sale over the counter at McDonald's. Water included. If McDonald's doesn't sell it, I can't eat it. I have to have everything on the menu at least once over the next 30 days, and I have to have three squares a day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No excuses. God. I couldn't do it three times. No. I could do, I could do two. Once, I could do once a day. I only eat twice a day. Yeah. So like, you know, we talked about this last night when we watched the movie and we were like, we could probably eat McDonald's every day for 30 days, but not for every meal. Oh, I couldn't imagine. He must eat every item on the menu at least once during the 30 days, which would be tough for me because some of that shit's gross. Filet of fish to me just is gross. Exactly. Look at that fish filet. Look at this thing. Oh God, that looks nasty, man. (laughs) Isn't that horrible? Obviously, that has been sitting around all day. That, the filet of fish. All food and drinks must be from McDonald's. No outside food or drink. He cannot request to supersize a meal, but must supersize if they offer. You kids don't understand what supersize is any longer because this movie killed it. Yeah. I don't think he can work out to counteract the effects. Like, he has to adhere to just average normal walking. So, he says the average American walks 5,000 steps a day. So, that's what he tries to stick to. Yeah, from his apartment to the nearest McDonald's was 1,272 steps. Yeah, so he ends up having to, like, take a cab because (laughs) otherwise he'd get to many steps yeah all i did today was leave my apartment walk down the stairs and walk to the mcdonald's 1272 steps so we gotta go to the corner and we gotta get a cab the cabs are gonna add up in this thing i can tell already so he starts on february 1st near where he lives in manhattan there's an average of four mcdonald's per square mile That's nuts he supersizes for the first time on day two. Oh, happens nine times over 30 days most of which in texas yeah in just five days he gains nine and a half pounds <laughs> it's so insane here we are at 190 it was 186 last 192, week 192 193 194 no we have to stop everything I don't believe it. 195 pounds. Wait. It can't be. No, we have to redo this. That's zero. The thing is zeroed. Second try. 88, 92, 94. You're gained actually about 5% of your body weight. Losing weight that fast and gaining weight that fast is not healthy. Quickly becomes depressed, lethargic, and starts getting headaches that only seem to be fixed by eating McDonald's. At his second weigh-in, he's up an additional eight pounds. Second way in. What do you think, Eric? 203? 202, 203. 203? Yeah. I think you almost got 10% of your body weight gained. So you've pretty much gained 17 pounds. By the end of the 30 days, he's gained almost 25 pounds (laughs) in 30 days. At one point, his girlfriend, doctors, and friends start to worry and wonder whether he should complete the experiment. This includes one doctor who tells him to stop immediately following him having some heart palpitations. And he's having like weird groin pains. Yeah, yeah. Okay, for the first time, we're seeing uric acid elevated. So you're giving yourself hyperuricemia, and the danger of hyperuricemia is gout, kidney stones. The results for your liver are uh, obscene beyond anything I would have have thought. Yeah. Truly. I I mean, you know, that movie, uh, Death in Las Vegas, Nicolas Cage, I mean, that pickled his liver during the course of a few weeks in Las Vegas, right? right? I would would never have thought that you could do the same thing with a high-fat diet. Yeah. Uh, My advice to you as a physician is that you've got to stop. You're pickling your liver. Yeah. And you're kicking it while it's down now. 
you know, now it's down and you're going to, you, you, you're kicking it further. He finishes the experiment anyway and surprises the doctors with just how far his health has deteriorated. In only 30 days of eating nothing but McDonald's, I gained 24 and a half pounds. My liver turned to fat and my cholesterol shot up 65 points. My body fat percentage went from 11 to 18%, still below the national average of 22% for men and 30% for women. I nearly doubled my risk of coronary heart disease, making myself twice as likely to have heart failure. I felt depressed and exhausted most of the time, my mood swung on a dime, and my sex life was non-existent. I craved this food more and more when I ate it and got massive headaches when I didn't. In my final blood test, many of my body functions showed signs of improvement, but the doctors were less than optimistic. The text at the end of the movie reveals it took a total of 14 months for him to lose the near 25 pounds he gained in 30 days. That's insane. That's the that frustrating long. thing about that. It's like yeah. you can gain weight real quick, but it's so much harder to lose it. A short epilogue was added later to the end, which reveals McDonald's salads are worse than the burgers when cheese and dressing are added. With that said, why don't we discuss some of our favorite scenes from this one? Jim, you kick us off. Before I jump into my favorite scenes, Morgan Spurlock mentions there was a list of the fattest cities in America. Okay, perfect. Cleveland was number 13, which blew yeah. my mind. So as of March of 2022. Yeah, let's hear this. Here are your top 10 fattest obese and overweight cities in the United States. Number 10, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. All right. Number nine, Augusta, Georgia. The Masters this is the only thing they play in Augusta. <laughs> Number eight, Shreveport, Louisiana. It's all going to be in the South? Yes. Number seven. Little Rock, Arkansas. Wow. You'd think they'd sweat it off down there. You'd think. Arkansas. Number six, Birmingham, Alabama. Wow, we've got a streak going. Number five, Jackson, Mississippi. Number four, Mobile, Alabama. Oh my God, what is... Number three, Knoxville, Tennessee. Number two, Memphis, Tennessee. And number one... Number one. Fattest city in America as of March of 2022, McAllen, Texas. God. Ironically, McAllen, Texas yeah, is the fattest city in the United States. So here's a question. Did the other cities like Cleveland, Columbus, Detroit, Houston, did those cities get less fat or these other cities leapfrog them? You know what well, I think? If they got that fat, they weren't leapfrog. Yeah. Well, yeah, no shit. Hey, oh. This movie opened the eyes up to a lot of like people, like food options and shit like yeah. that. If you notice in like bigger cities like Cleveland, got more healthy, got more trendy. So Cleveland fell off well, like completely. Okay. So the South just kept loving it. This wasn't one of my best scenes, but just because you brought that up, it's a perfect opportunity to talk about it. There's a scene in this movie where he is looking for the nutrition facts. Only half the McDonald's in Manhattan had the nutrition info posted on the wall. Some had the takeaway nutrition charts, and one in four had no information whatsoever. This nice manager brought me the nutrition wall chart from the basement. Yeah, and they can't find it. And him. out of all, because he didn't go to the same McDonald's every day. No, he goes to a bunch ones. of different McDonald's. But they're looking for the nutrition information. In some restaurants, it's like posted on the wall. One chart that you have to stand there and like look at this you poster. You need bifocals yes. to read it. And then like other ones, they have pamphlets, but they're hidden. Some have none at all. The one, the girl had to go into the basement. And she pulled the poster the off the wall. Yeah, it's so, nutrition information was really hard to come by. Yeah. Now, I mean, 20 years later, whatever less than 20 years later we have phones but also i feel like uh nutrition information is at least out there doesn't mean you pay attention to it yeah. you could ignore it 
but you do, I think people are better educated to understand like, oh yeah, I know how bad this is putting in. It's my on life. the back of everything. Yeah. It's on the back of everything. Like when I, if I do a mobile order at Taco Bell under the item, it literally says 440 calories, 230 calories. <laughs> You'll regret this. Yes, exactly. So I think we've come a long way with nutrition information. Yeah. Whether we can combat it, that's still a personal responsibility. So well, go ahead and kick us off. Give us your, your first. Number one favorite scene is I screen capped right here and took a picture. It's the look. See, now's the time of the meal when you start getting the McStomach ache. You start getting the McTummy, the Mc, you, get the, you get the McGurgles in there, you get the McBrick, and you get the McStomach ache. Right now, I got I got some McGas that's rocking. My sweating? arm. Are you sweating there? My arms. I feel like I got some McSweats going. My arms got the McTwitches going in here from all the sugar that's going in my body right now. I'm feeling a little bit crazy. Oh, just give me a minute. I'm in pure McDonald <laughs> heaven. <laughs> this is gonna be you like after every meal. I'm I'm dying. <laughs> Day number two. <laughs> yes. He gets my first one too. He gets his first supersized meal. This gigantic thing of cola. I forgot because there was a couple times when I was younger. Supersize it. When we had metabolisms, yeah. backyard wrestling will sweat this shit off. We're good. So he proceeds to eat. I believe it was a double quarter pounder, supersized fries, and a supersized uh, is a 48 ounce Coke. It's 44, 48. 40, yeah, so, it's huge though. So Either he's way. sitting there in his car in the parking lot. His friend's filming him. I think his girlfriend's in the backseat. Five minutes later, he's like, oh, I'm starting to feel it. Ten minutes later, he's like, I'm starting to get to like the mixed sweats. And I'm getting this weird pulsing in my hands and my arms. 22 minutes later, he proceeds to just yak. Just yeah. wow, wow. Yeah. The amount well, of solid food that came out of his puke. And it almost hit the car next door to it's, him. So there was no strategy for him. No. So like, I, I obviously he knew he had to supersize it if they asked. But like, maybe you should start with like a cheeseburger meal. And then if they asked to, to supersize, you say yes. But he eats a double quarter pound of a cheese, a giant supersized fry. fries, and a supersized soda. Now, here's the thing. I think because we were more adept to the McDonald's diet, not that we ate it that frequently it is kind of jarring on the second day he pukes i mean that's a lot yeah but still i just chalk it up that he's not used to this type of food yeah. when he's on a right. vegan diet right and man did he just wow wow all over the place yeah. it was gross so my my i had to take this one um someone who doesn't puke don gorski ah the legend the big mac enthusiast as soon as i got my first car this is the first place i came to uh i bought three big macs Ate them out there, uh, enjoyed them so much, and I came back about five o'clock at night, bought three more, ate them out there, came back around 11 o'clock before they closed and uh, ate three more. So the first day I came here, I ate nine Big Macs, and it was like I couldn't get enough hamburger at that time, and, and Big Macs are so good. So I ate 265 in the first month. 90 to 95% of his solid food intake is oh, Big Macs. God. When he got his first car, the first place he went was McDonald's. He ate three Big Macs at lunch, and then he went back two more times that day, ate nine Big Macs the first day he ever had one. Ugh, God. It's, and he doesn't really eat the fries. Nope. He just eats the Big Macs. He had 247 Big Macs his first week. He got engaged at McDonald's. Oh. He, like, his whole life revolves around McDonald's. Like, the girl working there was said he just holds up fingers. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even, like... He does the thing that I do. Like, I'll two Chipotle's. Yeah. Two Subway's. He well, just two. Yeah, two. Utah. Two. 
too. And yeah. Gorski has a look to him. <laughs> yeah. That is very Gorski-esque. He looks like a member of the Beats from Doug. He does. He has like straight across bangs, circle glasses, and a long ponytail. So my next scene that is very telling, it's Morgan Spurlock interviewing these kids. Oh. I'm going to show you some pictures, and I want you to tell me who they are. Okay. Who's that? You don't know? George Washington. Yeah? Who is he? He, he was the fourth president who freed the slaves. And he could never tell a lie. Who's that? I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. George W. Bush? No, that's a good guess, though. <laughs> who is this? McDonald. Ronald McDonald. Who is it? McDonald. <laughs> what does he do? He was helping people at the castle just he worked at McDonald's. I love the pancakes. And-, and they have these flashcards. Like the first flashcard is, pulls a picture of George Washington. One girl knew exactly. Yeah, I was yes. like, good for her parents. One kid was in the ballpark because he says he freed the slaves. Yeah. And then one other kid's like, he never told a lie. So they're in like the ballpark. Yeah. At one point, the funny thing is, the kid goes, George W. Bush. Yeah. And Morgan Spurlock takes the picture and turns it around to the camera. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. So yeah. you know where his parents voted in 2000 and 2004. But all of a sudden, here comes Wendy. Kids start be like, Wendy, Wendy. Yeah. And then when Ronald McDonald, they're like, McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. It's proving that kids are so in tuned and transmitted through various forms of media. How popular Ronald McDonald yes, and McDonald's it's, it's unfair it's very it unfair. unfair how children are marketed to because McDonald's should not have a clown mascot no you know what I mean or like Happy Meal shouldn't have fucking Batman toys whatever <laughs> no. because if a kid wants certain toys I've been there if a kid wants certain toys their parents have to take them to McDonald's and then parents eat McDonald's I like, mean to the right of you we have Happy Meal stuff yeah I mean come do. on but it's like I always say about like you know if you look at like an animated movie like no matter how bad it is like yeah. I tweeted about I had to watch the trailer for Plaza Fury twice in front of one movie. Ugh. And then we saw it in front of Top Gun. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Top Gun. But animated movies, every time you look, they're always like $100 million budget, $680 million. It's because a kid can't go see a movie by himself. No. So a kid often has a sibling. And if one parent goes, you sell three tickets or, you know, at least two. Every ticket is two tickets. So it always doubles. But like, that's the thing with McDonald's. Yes, a parent can take a kid to McDonald's to get a Happy Meal, but if you're there, are you going to go buy the kid a Happy Meal and then go home and eat asparagus? No, you're probably just going to grab something while you're at McDonald's. But the marketing to McDonald's was, from well, from their aspect, was perfect. The one guy in the film brings up the fact that it's the all-in-one place. There's a play area there. Kids can socialize. They can eat. The parents don't have to go home and cook dinner. It's an all-in-one place. And by the time the kid crashes from the sugar and he wears it all out there, they go home and go to bed. So we've said it before. You have a good McDonald's here in Hubbard, a a good one. Stellar. They have a McDonald's in Canfield that's really nice. That food's always good, too. And they have touchscreen games on the tables. So when the kids come, they can play bowling and coloring and all these, like, iPad-type games that are on the tables. I love, like, we talked about they should do retro McDonald's and stuff. I love going to a McDonald's and there's something wacky about it. Yeah. I love when you go to a McDonald's and there's, like, a French fry seat or something. You know what I mean? The problem is, most of these new McDonald's they build now are so sterile well somebody i don't know who it was i wish i could credit them but they made the perfect observation about mcdonald's which is so we were happy 
kids who loved like bright colors and the oh yeah and stuff. neon and then we grew up to become depressed because of the generation we're come from all of these restaurants oh. taco bell used to be purple and yellow and orange yeah and mcdonald's used to have all these neon colors and all this stuff and burger king and then they grow up and they're all gray gray yeah that's it they're all gray they're all gray and except black. for the red patch where the yes. golden arches Mc are uh, taco bell is a gray building with black trim and there might be a little purple light under something but like they grew up all these fast food places are just as depressed as we are there is one mcdonald's down the road in liberty that still has never been remodeled and makes perfect sense because they just had a shootout in the middle of the yeah. intersection there last week you can't get refills at that mcdonald's nope you have to go to the counter and ask for them because Wait, which they love, yeah. by the way. Yeah, I'm sure they love Never it. go there. No, don't. Don't. So you were talking about the kids when Morgan Spurlock goes into the schools and learns about the food programs. This is where schools turn a blind eye. The student with the french fries probably brought a bag lunch with real food. The girl with the chips is probably sharing them with someone else. Out of sight, out of mind. What was, okay, what was your school lunch like? I mean, it was your typical, you would have, you know, your certain days of the week. It was always the same thing. Every but did they day. make everything? No, basically everything was reheated. Like sometimes we always thought the joke was, oh, they're making the chicken sandwich from last year because yeah. it's just yeah. left over. Like, you know, it's frozen because well, you could taste it. And well, at my school, there definitely was some frozen things like oh, anything yeah. like that like nuggets like obviously it's going to be frozen they're not hand breading them or anything but there were some like cooked meals yeah, it was few and far between because i just remember everything being on like a huge cookie sheet yeah you know they'd make like 48 grilled cheese sandwiches at the same time in the oven yeah. stuff like that at my middle school there was no soda See, in my middle school, we had a Fruitopia and a Coke machine. That's exactly where I was going to go. Awesome. So there was no soda. You weren't even allowed to bring soda from home. Nope, you weren't. No soda at all. But there was Fruitopia and Snapple, which I guarantee... Were Coca-Cola companies. Probably. Yeah. And I guarantee had more sugar in them oh yeah that fruitopia had way more sugar than than coke or yeah. something well it's like when he's interviewing the one cashier there she's like we don't have pop but we have country time lemonade i think that she shouldn't have even appeared on camera at that point she was because getting pissed she was trying to defend everything yeah because he was like this girl's buying chips a brownie like it was all shit. It was, yeah. she was buying all junk fries. And then she's like, well, she probably brought food from home yeah. for this to go with. And she's like, you'd have to follow him to the table. Sure enough, he falls on the table. No, that's what they're eating. Yeah, that's it. I feel like he went to a couple schools. At one, there, there's way too much. It's it's like on one day they have like nuggets and mac and cheese and pizza and like all these different options. We got whatever they were making that day. Oh yeah, that was it. There were like snacks and stuff you could buy, but it was like they didn't just have fries and pizza every day. Yeah. But then he goes to the delinquent school and it's all healthy. That one kid is a uh, skinhead with a dead Kennedy shirt <laughs> playing pool. Yeah. But then they're eating like mixed vegetables yeah. and stuff like that. And, uh, and then they're like, oh, we're, we're perfect. Like there's no problems at all. Like we've reformed these kids through food. So, but yeah, that's, it's real fascinating. So my next one, and it's some of these people he talks to are interesting folk, especially the guy who is dressed like he's going on an Australian safari. I never pay no mind what calories are. I just eat when I'm hungry and that's it. 
So if you can tell me what a calorie is, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. This fucking guy is beyond we asked weird. that guy about what a calorie is. Yeah. And the guy almost like gets mad. Like he's yeah. like, well, I don't know if I can tell you what it is. It's like, what does he have? Some sort of secret? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? You learn a lot from this film and it was kind of like a refresher watching. I'm like, oh. That woman, when she tells you exactly what a calorie is, 99% of the fucking world would never have guessed that. No, that lady's like the MVP. Oh, my God. Calorie is a measure of the energy content of food. And a calorie, the kind that you usually see when you see the caloric content on food labels, one calorie is the amount of energy that's needed to raise the temperature of a liter of water by one degree centigrade. Well said. The one guy says, I want to say how many calories are in a calorie. Yeah. <laughs> but he interviews this one guy. I think he has like a black like sweater or something like that. He's the smartest guy. And he he's like, yes, I do. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> I get the number two, the cheeseburger. Um, the two cheeseburger With meal. the supersized Coke and fries. Because <sighs> he knows he's like, I eat like a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't yeah. say it, but he, he basically admits I'm a piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. But then you got the Australian guy who's like, I don't want it. Like he just huffed. Well, there fucking was the one guy that I honestly thought was Craig Kilborn because he like looks like it's like uh, the one guy. Yeah. Because he's real smart. Like he's like. Witty. Yeah, those are awesome, those street interviews. I love the French woman because yeah. she's like, you're small. I can't even drink all of it because in France, that's like the largest law. And they told him in France, it's like, you should only eat this once a week max. Yeah, right. It's like fucking French. The land of cigarettes yeah, yeah, are telling me I can only eat McDonald's once a week. Yes, but only eat or only drink. <laughs> I'm going to get it right. Only smoke three cigarettes. Kevin, we're meal. getting the McShakes because we had our McDonald's colas, our large colas. I say we do it. Yeah. Any other scenes you want to mention? Nah. So we normally don't do this, but I have a critical question for you. All right. Because we usually don't do those on Swim Meat Series. Any McDonald's memories stand out? Any specific McDonald's? Anything about a McDonald's growing up? Any McDonald's? McMemories. McMemories. Got McMemories. Don't confuse with McMemories. <laughs> no. Ooh. So growing up in Warren before my parents got married and we moved to Halland, we had one McDonald's on Elm Road. And it was back in the days of the 80s where you would have the outdoor play area, which was such a middle yeah. finger when it was winter out and you yeah. couldn't play on it. And it was basic stuff like super basic like a slide swings that looked like grimace you know weird shit like that i loved it the one thing that always would stick out to me was the and we've brought this up on plenty of podcasts before in passing it's the mystery mcnuggets of the oh, 1980s no. introducing chicken mcnuggets McDonald's new McNuggets. A McNugget is a boneless chunk of tender tasty chicken with four kinds of sauce to choose especially for dipping. Barbecue. Sweet and sour. Cause you deserve a break today. Now, kids, the McNuggets now are not what we dealt with back in the day. You only had three choices. You had a four, a six, and a nine piece. That was it. Yeah. McNuggets, they were structured different, sure as hell tasted different. And every now and then, if you got a nine nugget meal, at least three of them, you're going to hit that massive vein in it where you think all of your teeth are going to oh, break. So gross. I don't know what. There was a crispy factor to those McNuggets back in the day that you don't have now. Yeah. And they held heat better yeah they, held heat they better. did because they were yeah. nuclear mcnuggets i so this is gonna sound 
bonkers. Oh. I'm gonna sound like the fattest dude. Do you have nostalgia for the old McDonald's fries? I think the new fries suck. The old fries used to be cooked in beef fat. Is that why they stayed hot longer? Well, I don't know if it had anything to do with the heat retention. They tasted but, better. But they were cooked in beef tallow. So they were cooked in beef fat. And then McDonald's, I don't know, 15 years ago or something, made the switch to just standard cooking oil rather than beef fat. I really don't think McDonald's fries are that great anymore. I barely They're ever not. get them. They're not. You're Gorski. In the past, I've mentioned the Newport, Rhode Island McDonald's. It's the best McDonald's ever. So I'm not going to go into that one again. There's a McDonald's in the Field Museum in Chicago. Okay. And I always love that like arrangement of a fast food place or like of a, 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 a somewhere you go that has a fast food spot inside. Unless it's Subway because Subway's gross. Also, I don't think there, there should be a bounty burger in every school for those who listened last week. <laughs> Senior trip. Or two weeks ago. Yeah, I like when there's like a McDonald's or a fast food place just in somewhere that there shouldn't be. Like a hospital. Weird. Like a hospital. There you go. <laughs> wow. Super weird. Yeah. Yeah, I I remember the, the McDonald's in the mall. In the oh, East mall, that was great. Which was awesome. Right next to Woolworths. I don't think we talk enough about people that aren't from this area. We have the world's most magnificent McDonald's. And you know what's crazy? I'll remember that because it debuted in 1980. 89 yeah. and I'll never forget that postcard. Yeah. It's in my head. There's like it's a two-story glass McDonald's that it, has a Mac tonight sitting at a piano. Right when you come out of the elevator. Yeah. The elevator in a McDonald's. Which I'm like, this is Warren, Ohio. We have the best McDonald's in the world. Yeah. It's like, falling on rough times. Any there's that like UFO McDonald's, which yeah. I want to say is in gotta be in New Mexico, right? Has to be like a Roswell. But it's like a UFC or <laughs> UFC McDonald's. You order it and you get the <laughs> shit kicked out of you. I want to go to UFC McDonald's. I'd like to have two big Match, you fat fuck arm bar yeah I, I love like shit like that that people that just go against the grid do something weird yeah those are kind of i have a critical question for you oh here we go here we go get ready favorite happy meal toy of all time oh your favorite boy, for some reason the not my favorite but the first thing that came to my mind just instantly as soon as you said favorite happy meal the first thing that yeah. came to my mind was the michael jordan exercise shit the michael jordan fitness fun happy meal Boy, what this is going to do for my Billy. Billy Cocos pushes to the basket and slams it over Jordan! Billy's really come alive, Jim. Well, Bobby is training with McDonald's Fitness Fun Happy Meal. Is it the toys? Or maybe the fitness program he gets with every $1.99 Happy Meal his loving dad buys him. Just look at him go! Look at him go! McDonald's Hamburger Happy Meal. Just $1.99. Kids got potential. Thanks. I have the football right there. The football. Maybe that's why the yeah. football, a Frisbee. I think there's a water bottle, a jump rope. Yes. All Michael Jordan, like fitness encouragement. I, I don't know. I mean, I there's the um, changeables. The changeables are incredible. Gee, Ronald, my new car turns into a robot. Great. Let's see. Wow. Grimace. Did you know I can turn into a McDonald's? Duh. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. I'm turning into a McDonald's. <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> when you buy McDonald's Happy Meal, you can become the master changer because you'll get a food toy that changes into an amazing robot. Eight different toys, two each week. You can collect and change all eight new food changeables at McDonald's. I always remember the specialty cups. Halloween buckets. Oh, yeah. With Come on. all the Halloween. It was late one night in the castle of the Chicken McNuggets. What are you making? Sauce. We're using my mummy's recipe. Mummy? Uh oh. Uh. This better be good. It'll be great. Hmm. Does your daddy have a recipe? <laughs> uh. 
Now you can get McDonald's Happy Meal pails for Halloween. There's a pumpkin pail, a witch, and a ghost that glows in the dark. You can get a different one each week until Halloween. Fry guys, oh, they were the nuggets best. with the costumes. Those man, it's never gonna get better than these that. toys that these kids get nowadays. Fucking suck. They're garbage. I miss all of this, like the Batman Forever glasses. Yep, they don't do that shit anymore. They don't. Remember they I did mean, the Garfield we glasses? We were happy like two years ago because we got flimsy plastic cups of Browns players on. Yeah, them, and we were happy. But like the the extras, that's like the shit that was awesome. Yeah, it was like the the glasses and like Dream Team cups, oh. which we brought to my bag bachelor yes. party we each had a, a member of the dream team hey want to meet the team just head over to mcdonald's for these exciting usa olympic basketball collector cups some are more exciting than others some better looking get one free free when you buy any large soft drink large like me all of them have exciting action graphics and player stats not bad for a limited time team one up with large fries and a big beefy triple cheeseburger and you've got yourself the gold medal meal what you want is what you get at mcdonald's Gold medal? I'll take two. That's the stuff where McDonald's to me maybe we just grew up but like that yeah. to me is like that's the incredible stuff that that's used the memory to do that they don't anymore now it's like no we got you your yeah. hook you have to come here there's this ilsa shit toy ilsa toy yeah yeah she wolves of the ss uh <laughs> what is that her name Il- elsa ilsa well, you're talking about frozen. frozen no i'm talking about ilsa oh that's what i thought you were talking oh, about not, like that, the, not her the lady from the nazi movies <laughs> that's She's a mcdonald's thing <laughs> jesus christ yeah elsa from frozen thank you all right logic notes open discussion i'll go first i'll say this movie unfairly targets mcdonald's specifically yeah the other restaurants don't really they get like a a passing like burger king if you did this at burger king arby's taco bell wendy's wherever the same thing would happen yeah in fact other people have proved that you can do the same experiment and lose weight and lower your cholesterol I've gained and lost substantial amounts of weight so many times. Yep. It all comes down to accountability, making the right choices for yourself personally. This is something where I think you need larger focus groups because like Morgan Spurlock was essentially a vegan. Yeah. In good shape with a personal trainer. He stops doing all of that abruptly, abruptly and goes headfirst into McDonald's three times a day. Fucking nuts. But imagine if somebody who's used to eating fast food all the time would do this. Imagine if someone, a normal person who wasn't, that didn't work out or, you know what I mean? Like you need variables. You need more people because I think I'm not defending the fast food places here, but I think that this was a shock to his system oh god because of what his previous experience was like but what happens to someone who doesn't have a starting place from being healthy do they die like if you're already 300 pounds and eat fast food all the time and you eat fast food 30 days are you gonna die i don't think so i think your body would kind of absorb it the way that they anticipated what if they did 30 days but some people ate only beef some people ate only chicken yeah divide them into subgroups like yeah so there's a lot of questions i had i think the results weren't typical 
hypothetical. We'll say that. So I have one big logic thing. He has a group of doctors. Some of them, I mean, the one place where he had one of his doctors, the place went belly up. It was spelled health, the weird A-E letters, which I always found. Yeah. I don't H-E- even know. H-A-E. Health. I don't even know how to pronounce Hail. it. Health. I am not taking advice from a doctor who looks like he just rolled out of bed from a five-day bender. Yeah. Um, as far as you... Gaining weight, you probably will. As far as your cholesterol going up, you probably will. Um, as far as you feeling miserable, maybe. I don't know. Uh, um, unless you start cheating and just, just order the salads. <laughs> this guy, it's like, dude, if I'm coming in for a, an office visit, can you make it at least look like you showered or I, made yeah. an attempt? Well, I feel like he's already done the experiment before. <laughs> He looks like he has had a rough life. So speaking life. of the doctors, the one health doctor, when Morgan comes out on the final way in. And Is this the blonde girl yeah, with the blonde hair? And he's wearing the uh, Speedo, American flag Speedo. And she does like the, I don't know if it's a fake laugh or a genuine laugh that she's like embarrassed of because she's like covering her face. Maybe she's just cowering in fear because dude comes out in a Speedo for his final way in. It just keeps getting bigger. Weird observation. At the very end, you see the side by side of him. You hear the stats and then you see him. He wore a Speedo in the first picture and the second Speedo. His dick got smaller. Did it not? It looked like his dick got smaller because of McDonald's in 30 days. It's probably like FUPA. Because they're talking. Yeah, he's got a real gunt. But it's his girlfriend even brings it up. Their sex life is gone. He can't can't maintain. How how could you after eating McDonald's three times a day? Listen, if I had fucking a Big Mac, a filet of fish and a 20 piece nugget, all supersized. If anything, I'd be worried about taking a dump on you. And that's a whole different thing. It's so crazy too. Cause he goes it like, he can't, he doesn't just eat the pancakes. He like a puts big breakfast, like a whole bottle's worth of syrup oh. on the pancakes. It's crazy. Obviously this is like sensationalized. Oh yeah. Because like no one realistically is going to eat McDonald's three meals a day for 30 days. Like somebody may eat McDonald's every day, but yeah. you know, not, not like this. So it's, it's kind of a crazy experiment. Another crazy experiment is how does Gorski afford to eat Big Macs exclusively? <laughs> because he's spending something like $300 a month on Big Macs now. But think about that first month when he ate 247 Big Macs. They were what? Maybe 30 cent Big Macs. Maybe. I yeah. mean, but it's just, it's the only thing he eats. So maybe it's like if, but I have so many questions about Gorski. His outfit, for instance, every, it's the only shirt he wears. Every single he's an thing anomaly. him. Okay. He's married. Yep. He just leaves the house three times a day to go get McDonald's. Most trusting wife ever. <laughs> <laughs> but like, does she eat McDonald's? Does she eat regular food? Like, what is the story of their relationship? He's He's a simple man. And like, he's different. And he's all right. Time to go get McDonald's. Time to go get my Big Macs. Like, what does he say? He just goes. Also, he was a he's a retired corrections officer. No words. He's an active corrections officer when he was getting the Big Mac. Did he get a job specifically near a McDonald's? Because how else was he going to... Did he bring cold Big Macs for lunch? Could you imagine serving 30 to life on death row? And this is the guy 
responsible oh to God. keep you in your fucking cell. How much cell? worse is your sentence when the prison guard only talks about Big Macs? And here's the thing. it Morgan brings up the fact during this, he's like, I don't have this McDonald's smell. I don't have a mixed smell. Gorski has to smell like at least a thousand island oh, dressing. Oh yeah, he's, it's coming out of his pores. It has to. Do you think Gorski's getting a kickback from McDonald's? It would help. It's bringing him recognition. He's the Big Mac guy. I doubt it. I, I bet like every time he hits a milestone, like 20,000. They, they send him a shirt and they, a pin. They probably send him a shirt, a pin, and maybe like, a, here's a coupon for buy one, get one free Big Macs. He wrote a book after he like, like eclipsed like 22,000 Big Macs. What? Who the fuck read that? It's called How to Make Fuck. <laughs> What if it wasn't a Big Mac book and it was just something else? You know what? Let's just fucking put it out there, Kevin. We're having fun here. We're we're Mick drunk. He's got to have a big dong, right? Yeah. He's got to be. He's fully packed. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gorski's got a gork. (laughs) A gork. A gorkski. Got a big knob. Yeah. I have a conspiracy theory about this movie. So, okay. He goes to a doctor and his levels on everything are just, it's like his. He's on death's door. Yeah. It's like your run DMC used to be a 21. Now it's a 409. (laughs) Your liver is dying. Yeah. Your liver is fatty. Now your RCA is now used to be eight. Now it's 24. Your outputs are now your inputs. Yeah, exactly. You're like your VCR is now your cassette. Yeah. Like it's everything is complete. Like he's dying. Red alert. Yeah. It's, we don't see him eat a whole lot of McDonald's after that. Yeah. My conspiracy theory is that he probably cooled out a little bit. I would hope he still ate the McDonald's three times a day and went through with it, but he stopped doing the ice cream, stopped drinking soda in lieu of maybe water. He stopped putting a gallon of syrup on all of his like pancakes found ways within the system to uh not kill himself basically also i've questioned about the drinks okay because they said that he even water he couldn't drink at home he could only drink McDonald's branded McDonald's branded stuff from McDonald's. I'm guessing he must have got every time he ate McDonald's. If he's sitting at home and not at McDonald's and he's thirsty, you can't wait until he goes to McDonald's or go to McDonald's to get a drink. So like, he had to have stockpiled. I think he probably stockpiled. Uh, that was a workaround, like bottles of water that he could drink when he was thirsty. So yeah, real real bizarre. There's a super size me too. I, I guess have you seen it? I have not. He ended up buying in I believe it was an old abandoned Wendy's in Columbus or okay. something like that and I think he decided to do this one to make healthy fast food like he had range chickens like all this stuff and to prove that the one super size me guy can make a healthy alternative and I think it was open for like a month or so and then I think then all the shit you know everything went down with him and the sexual harassment yeah. stuff and he kind of closed up shop it's interesting it's on Peacock as well as this one so you guys can watch it if you don't own it it's interesting but it's not as good as the first okay yeah i mean he made a show and and we're talking a little bit about legacy now so he made a show called 30 days yeah which essentially watch that took this premise of doing something for 30 days it applied to a bunch of different situations like there was one where it was on fx they had a christian live like a muslim they had people who were well off live on minimum wage um things like that i mean it was really taking the concept kind of flipping it on its head it's like you said it was on fx it was good i liked it well the legacy 
have supersized me, I would say is that McDonald's did away with supersizing. Yeah, that was. I mean, they the big did one. say that it wasn't in reaction to this movie, but I. Think it's it bullshit. Was. But I'm mad about it. 15 years after this movie, I think everybody is aware that stuff like McDonald's and Burger King and Arby's and Wendy's and and the same versions of the stuff at home. It we know it's not good for. Yeah, you. I know a milkshake is not healthy. Yeah, but one of the best sayings in the world is everything in moderation. Exactly. Because you can, I mean, it's like do better tomorrow. If you want to eat, we just went and ate McDonald's. That's fine. Yeah. I went to the gym this morning. There's the guys in this movie who say, just go do some push-ups or whatever. And you stay in shape. I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, they also probably had metabolisms. Exactly. They probably have, they're also younger. Yeah. They're young and probably have metabolisms. Yeah. It's just, it's everything in moderation, you know, just make more good choices than bad ones. And I think you'll be okay, but I'm disappointed at this movie because I can't get my King size, my biggie size. My super size. What other ones were there? They showed Seven Eleven having a double big gulp. <laughs> double I think they still gulp. have big gulps. Well, we didn't even talk about the people in the hospital. The one guy who's drinking two gallons <sighs> of, was it diet soda a day? Yeah. He's drinking two gallons of diet soda a day. Two gallons. Just went completely, just one day out of the blue, you went blind. I went to work, um, got to work, drove to work that night, got to work there, couldn't read the charts, and I had to call my supervisor, tell her I couldn't work because I couldn't see what I was doing. And I called my wife, had her get a ride to work to pick me up and take me home. And then once I stopped drinking the um, diet soda waters and stuff, got my sugars back down. My, I was fortunate enough, my eyesight came back. I didn't do that much damage to them at that time. I think drinking two gallons of water a day would probably end up <laughs> you would putting think, you in the hospital. Yeah. Your stomach's going to be bursting at the seams or your, you know, your kidneys or something. But the so. thing that guy said, well, I get this big. I can't live my life on a gastric bypass. How many times did these people ended up blowing an O-ring in their gastric bypass? Cause they yeah. still didn't well, get it. And gastric bypass for all I know, it has changed. Yeah. Over I would have yeah. what the early, cause there's like a lap band gastric yeah. bypass, different things like that. As I understand in gastric bypass, when you eat, you will get physically sick if you eat too much. You get full quicker. It only allows you to eat like a very small amount until, you know, if you stretch the parameters. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's fascinating to watch this movie, but in all honesty, there's, I don't think there's a lot of like realistic information to take away from. No. It's interesting just to get the facts on. Um, it's just, this was very influential at the time. It kind of shook the ground a bit. Yeah. So my wife, when she watched it, went and got McDonald's after. <laughs> I'm willing to bet she was not alone. Yeah. But a lot of people probably watch this and are like, man, I want some McDonald's. No. Like I'm hungry as shit. Good. Can I have that Texas size burger? Gonna go. Yeah. They got like uh, regional exclusive. Yeah. I want some of that. I'm going to go sit with on Mac tonight's lap at the magnificent McDonald's. I thought you were going to say, I want to sit on Don Gorski's lap at the magnificent right, McDonald's. Maybe I do. Yeah. wonder if he's ever been there. Gorski should take a tour, sign some autograph. They finally opened the lobby back up after COVID. I have not been inside that McDonald's in probably 15 years. Which one? The Magnificent oh, one. I, I, yeah. I'd be curious. At this rate, we should just try to do a live podcast about Super Size Me in the Magnificent they McDonald's. No. Yeah, they wouldn't. I want to, I told my kids about it, but I'm afraid to like take them in and they're going to be like, great. I remember lining up across the street and watching the fireworks show when they, that place opened. Really? Yeah. Cause that postcard 
night one, I remember watching the fireworks in that. As a kid, that was like the White House, yeah. or as Bear would call it in Armageddon, White House. Interesting tangent to go diverge a little bit is uh, watch The Founder. Oh, with Keaton. Michael Keaton. Ray which, A. Kroc. Yeah, which is about Ray Kroc, who essentially stole McDonald's yep. from the McDonald brothers. McDonald's is the most successful real estate agency in the world because of how they lease, they buy the... Uh, all of the land and stuff for McDonald's and then they make an owner essentially buy it off of them. Yeah. It's fucking genius. I'm glad to see that Terrence Trent Darby has finally made well good recognition for all the Arby's that he created. Good on him. He loved roast beef. He showed the world. Fuck Arby sauce. <laughs> you just wrote your own whistle on a song, I think. Rock over London, rock on Chicago. That's the perfect way to end it. I think we should just uh, stop right there. Stop right there. Right there. Right there. Hey, Chingy. <laughs> yeah. I love it when you give me right there. Chingy wrote a McDonald's jingle. McChingy. McChingy. <laughs> hey, all right. Let's talk before we end. Let's talk about this first. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you right now, folks, the McDonald's food is kicking in right now. I'm fucking hyper. I'm sweating like a fiend. Oh, I'm sweating too. I'm, it's 100 degrees outside. It's warm in the studio. We did a one day McDonald's experiment. We did a one day. We had our large colas and I'm getting fucking uh, ripped from it right now. Um, what do you think about all these uh, these celebrity fast food meals? Oh, like Travis Scott, BTS. The only thing that was good about that was the sauces. They were unique sauces. The BTS sauces were selling on eBay for like 700 bucks. Yeah. Well, fucking nuts. Popeye's has Saweetie meal. And then <sighs> KFC has the Jack Harlow meal. I still don't know who the fuck that guy is. Yeah. It's. Can I have a John Cougar melon camp like <laughs> chili dog? At, uh, supposed to suck on him. A&W. Behind or, the Tasty Free. I know. Tasty Free? Behind. Tasty Freeze, right? Sucking on chili dog. Outside taste freeze. Sucking on chili dogs behind the I fucked it up. I don't know. I think it's tasty freeze. I think it's like. Is that. Okay. I think. I, oh. Who fucking knows? I don't know. One of the John weirdest Mellon, lines of music. Listening to this uh, podcast yeah. right and tell us what it is. <laughs> I could easily look it up, but. Why has a McDonald had hot dogs? They used to. Real quickly. What was your favorite non-existent menu item that McDonald's once had that no longer they have? Well. Can't the, count the McRib. They had spaghetti. Yep. They did have hot dogs because the hot dogs are like a secret menu item because when I played high school soccer they would have after the game they would pass out McDonald's hot dogs any that were left over at the concession stand oh I'd be curious no idea how they were there was obviously McDonald's pizza we have it on the wall there were um, thank you Matt Thompson there was we, I, like, I remember um, what's the the McLean yeah the McDLT McDLT my favorite the Arch Deluxe Arch Deluxe excuse me You are such wonderful parents. There aren't enough choirs to sing your praises, not enough stone to carve a worthy monument. So let's go to McDonald's to celebrate you. You really want to get to McDonald's today? Two words. Arch Deluxe? Mm. Care to join us? Introducing the burger with the grown-up taste, McDonald's Arch Deluxe. That's where I was going, trying favorite. to. Yeah, there's a ton. If you can go down, there's so many McDonald's rabbit holes you can oh, go down. Oh, God. I mean, like, the Happy Meal toys, the promotions, the food. Food at McDonald's in other countries. Give me the foam containers. Yeah. Kill the environment. Fuck it. It's already fucked. Um, yeah, there's so many McDonald's rabbit holes that you can actually go down. Oh. You could, like, read for 
hours. Hours about McDonald's. All right. Well, this was fun. This is fucking great. This was fun. We'll be back with another episode next week. I think that's the season finale. Next week will be the season finale. And then we're getting weird. We're going to do a banger season and then a mash season. Yes. And I don't know if this McDonald's have bangers and mash anywhere. In Ireland. Maybe you can get breakfast sausage and French fries. You know, in Australia, they call it a brekkie. This breakfast. Yeah. A brekkie. All right. Kansas City Wizards brekkie. <laughs> I want a brekkie fucking meal. Yeah. Give me brekkie pre- <laughs> sauce. Bet maybe Kansas City had it. I had to have. A brekkie meal. I would hope they had a brekkie meal and not a whiz meal because you don't want to have a whiz meal. Yeah. Can I have a McWhiz? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking the heat is getting to me. I wanted from a McWiz. I love McWiz. Oh god. I need to jump in the pool. Alright, good Uh. goodbye. We'll see you for our season finale. Rock and roll McDonald's! Rock and roll McDonald's! Rock and roll McDonald's! Rock and roll Rock over London, rock on Chicago. Wheaties, Brevis are champions. <laughs>